Hey, you motherfuckers, if you want to actively dislike some bitches, you should listen to the Comics Dash podcast, because we suck. But not as much as Aquaman, Green Arrow, and Harley Quinn. Find out what other things suck every Monday on WeTheNerdy.com, iTunes, Android Store, wherever you get your good podcasts at. Hey everyone, it's me, Sean Capri, and welcome to episode 64 of We The Gamer Cast. It's hosted by WeTheNerdy.com, and it publishes on iTunes and Google Play every Monday. Thank you for listening, thanks for subscribing, and rating us on iTunes or wherever the heck you get this show. It is 2017, it's a new year, still the same old stuff. Except we have a very special guest this weekend. If you're new, here is the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with strangers from the internet. And we talk about video games. And if you want to be part of the show, it's easy. Send me a tweet. I'm Sean Capri. It's Sean. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with me today? Sean like Connery. Capri like the pants. All one word. Lower case. No underscores. No numbers. No nothing. Straight Sean. There's a lot to talk about. I don't know why I'm wasting time with all of this. I'm a little... I don't know. It's a new, I feel like this should be something huge, but it, it, we're just getting back in the saddle here. It's 20, it, today is New Year's Day as you're listening to, as, well, as you're listening to this, it's January 2nd. Today for me is New Year's Day. I spent all of last night and yesterday evening and yesterday afternoon, most of yesterday, really, playing games next to my, my lovely wife. Chelsea and I played, uh, video games for pretty much the entirety of New Year's Eve. And it was, it was as magical as you can imagine. I got to cram in a whole bunch of games that I had missed over the last couple of months. There's been some pretty spectacular sales going on over on the PlayStation Network and on the Xbox and not so much over on the Nintendo Store. <laughs> what the heck, Nintendo? I want to give you money, but there's no way in hell I'm giving you $50 for uh, Hyrule Warriors. I'm sorry, it's just not gonna, like, everybody else has got these sales going on, and you're charging full price for digital games. I want to buy them! I don't want to spend, not when, not when I can get all these other games for significant discounts, you see. What the heck have I been playing? I finally got around to Dark Souls 3. I have had sort of a weird thing with Dark Souls because, this, this Dark Souls, because the last year, Bloodborne was my game of the year. Bloodborne was and I still, I don't, I shouldn't say was, Bloodborne is a special game. And as I'm, I don't know, maybe now seven or eight hours into Dark Souls, I like it. I like it a lot, but I think that I am more infatuated with Bloodborne. I like the goth and the monsters, I think, and the design of that better in Bloodborne. It's just a little darker. Um, Dark Souls is still like, it's, it's, the games obviously are very, very close. They, if you know how to play Bloodborne, then you know how to play Dark Souls and vice versa. It's very, very similar. Um, but I, I feel like I still kind of want to go back into Bloodborne after playing this much Dark Souls for some reason. So I'm, I'm having a whole kind of like mental thing with that. And then there's this whole game of the year talk that's, that's happening. And, and I feel like a lot of people forgot about Dark Souls. It is, I know some people is still their, their game of the year for 2016 and we'll see how everything pans out over on we the nerdy.com we've had a number of different 
authors and writers and video game critics come on in with their votes. So it'll be interested to see what happens there. But I'm having a, a great time with Dark Souls 3. I got it the day after Christmas with a gift card. I don't know, like you get for you get gift cards for Christmas. So I, I it was 25 bucks. How can you not buy that? So I've been having a blast with that. But I'm going to go on just for a second here, guys, because I have just kind of crammed in a whole bunch of games within the last week. I spent most of the last little while with family. We've been playing a whole lot of Overcooked, which thanks to pretty much everybody on the Internet talking so so highly about Overcooked, had some great multiplayer times with that. Chelsea and I just don't even talk. We're just like telepathic with it. It's It's magical. Uh, playing a lot of Tetris with some family and all these other things. I think I talked about that last week. But when I finally got to sit down and play games for myself, I went through Dark Souls a whole bunch. I finally got around to The Witness I picked up on sale. I think it was like 50% off. Very, very good game. I really, I really think this is one of the best design games around. I just don't know that I can say that this is even within my top 10 just because, I don't know, it just... This is gonna this is gonna marginalize it. I'm gonna take a lot of heat for this. But I feel like I played these games on my phone and I just like the 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 line puzzles. I don't know. I still wanna play it. I still and I get that it's a brilliant game. I feel like there's really no coming back from what I've already said here. I, I like it a lot. But for me, not even in my top ten, I don't think. I get that it's great, but for me not in my top ten. Uh, what else did I get? Axiom Verge finally got around to that for a couple of bucks on my Vita, and I'm loving that. The game that I was talking on Twitter that I didn't pay a dime for, but I finally got around to playing, I just kind of wanted to see what this was, is Fury. Did I talk about this last week? It's been, it's been a crazy couple weeks. Fury is the game. If you've been on PlayStation Plus for a while, you have this game. You got it for free. It is excellent. It is all boss battles. It is great. I feel like I talked about this before, so I'll move on to... Dead Rising 4, which I picked up from the library. I haven't even paid money for this, and I eventually will pick this up from the library. And my God, if you just want mindless fun, I don't think Dead Rising has ever been better. I've played the first two, skipped the third one because I didn't really like, I didn't really love it. I didn't, I, I was never really infatuated with Dead Rising. And when they announced the fourth one, I know a lot of people got very excited about it. And I just kind of went like, this is one of those Xbox exclusives that exists. It's there. I don't, this is not why I own an Xbox One, but man, Dead Rising 4 really surprised me. It is, it's got all the right hooks, the whole upgrade tree, and it's. I feel like it's easier than the other games. It seems like I don't die quite as quickly. Maybe I'm just an excellent gamer now. That is so not the case, which is why I say it's so douchey. But Dead Rising 4 was a nice surprise. I, I, I Like, I didn't buy it. I wasn't that excited about it, so I, I rented it for free from the library. And I'm curious if you guys would play this. I don't think that it's like it's selling like hotcakes. I know that there's a a fan base out there for it, but I don't know if if you're already not a Dead Rising person. Like, are you are you jumping at this? It came out late in the year, um, so I'm not sure if anybody had any money left over for this. I think a lot of like our gaming dollars are spent by the time December comes around, unless you're Final Fantasy 15 apparently, which is another game I need to get to, but I haven't yet. Uh, what else? Two more games. I've been plugging through Doom for the second time. Doom is just one of those games I can pick up for 20 minutes, half an hour, and just play through a good portion of a level, kill some demons and, and monsters, and have an amazing time. I just crank up the stereo and get some music going. That, that'll that wake you up. Doom is a great game and is in my top five for game of the year, 100%. And the last game that I want to talk about is Steep. 
This is the Ubisoft. This is a very Canadian game for me to talk. And I get it. I <laughs> like, of course, of course, the Canadian podcaster went and grabbed steep. Uh, I grabbed it from the library because I was intrigued. Uh, I like I like the beta, and for those of you who know me, who've been listening to me for a little while, you know that betas are usually a bad idea for me. Usually, I walk into a beta and I kind of either get my fix or I find something that I don't like about a game, probably because it's a beta, and I understand that. And um, but I like the steep beta enough for me to at least try try a little more of it, and I really just. I like the game quite a bit. I love snowboarding. I love skiing. The tricks, everything feels really great. The paragliding, the, the uh, flying squirrel suits. Chelsea was actually, she looked over and she's like, this looks like the that, that game on, on 60. And before she even finished the sentence, I'm like, Pilot Wings. This is a lot like Pilot Wings, just winter version. This is Canadian Pilot Wings on an Xbox or PlayStation system. Tons of fun on this one. It actually reminds me of my personal game of the year, uh, Forza Horizon 3, in that it's, just a giant open world. You can do all different types of events all over the place. You just go find them. But to me, the thing that's missing is almost like a, a self-awareness in this game. It needs to be maybe take itself just a little less seriously and just have a little bit more fun. The Really, the thing with Forza Horizon is obviously the game drives great. Everything is amazing. Um, but the music is spectacular. The fact that Forza Horizon as an event is very cool. The music is amazing. Australia, the setting is great. So all of those things sort of combine to my game of the year, where Steep kind of misses a couple of those other things, but hits the open world, the diversity of the, of the gameplay. Lots of great stuff with Steep, but, um, it's, it's not, not quite there, if you know what I mean. But man, what a, what a week that like that's not even everything that i played <laughs> there's still more and I, I won't i won't belabor the point i want to quickly let you know that you should go check out shelved and forgotten it's a it's a podcast on itunes and google play i'm sure everywhere you get your podcasts it's on dayspace.com dave moore and johnny casino had me on for this week's episode and i got to tell you guys like i i love just making this type of podcast i like making like the 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 interview style and but every now and then I, I jump onto somebody else's show and just have a great laugh like we we had so much fun over on Sheldon Forgotten and if you don't know it's a it's basically um Johnny and Dave uh go into their backlog play an old game and then they talk about it and so I obviously came totally unprepared to the show <laughs> I was I meant to I thought for sure that I would play old games in time for this because my brother was up he's actually moving back to to the city where i live and he is all about super nintendo 64 and he like he's got all his old his his collection is impressive so i thought i'd be playing with him and the way things turned out i i played old games with him the afternoon after we recorded <laughs> we played like wave race and and well chelsea played dr mario we had a whole bunch of different we played star fox i owned holy crap i was undefeated in both wave race and star fox 64 still got it Still, so yes, go check out Sheldon Forgotten. What an amazing time. That is a great show. I that was lucky enough to be on their, their 10th episode. So great times over there. I hope you guys had a really good Christmas, Hanukkah, holiday season with family. I hope you got to do whatever it is you wanted to do. And it's different for everybody. For me, I wanted to spend time with family. By the time Christmas was over, I was kind of like, okay, that's enough family time. <laughs> so bad. But it really was. I was like, okay, that's that's enough. Um, 
Chelsea and I are going to go back to our, our life of, of playing games while we can before baby Capri or baby Mario comes around. Uh, can you imagine like my baby comes around and if something happens to it, it just like pops up into a bubble and starts crying as it floats away. Like that's not really my vision of fatherhood, but it's something like that. I'm sure that it will, it will be maybe a little, it'll be maybe just as annoying as that cry. What the hell am I even talking about? Let's get to Jules. Let's get to Jules. Watch him. Um, oh, I wanted to mention, uh, I want to give a quick shout out to Bubble the Destroyer. He's at Bubble Destroyer on Twitter. Uh, he mentioned to me earlier this week that his New Year's resolution was to be a guest on the show. It will happen. We'll just leave it at that, Bubble Mr. Destroyer. We'll have you on. Let's do it. Why the hell not? I mean, we had the Nintendo Guru on. He, was, he wasn't even the Nintendo Guru. He was the Geek Guru. So if he can come on, then... I'm sure the bubble of the destroyer that sound I let's just do it let's just do it so here he is uh we're gonna go into my chat with Jules Watchem. I feel very fortunate that anybody even wants to come on the show let alone somebody like Jules who's made such amazing games like Zeo Drifter and Mutant Muds you've played these games totes the goat I was playing on my iPhone just the other day what an amazing guy. So beginning of December, he hits me up and he's like, it's December. When are we podcasting again? And I'm like, oh man, that is, I don't even have to bug him. He just wants to come on. I, what a life that I live. And then when he comes we're just, we're like old friends. We've had a couple chats together and I feel very fortunate, very lucky to say that we have this sort of, this relationship. And it was nice to have him back on and we have the origin story of Jules Watchem on a previous episode. If you guys didn't know, this is the second time Jules has been on. Um, when the heck was he on before? He was on 51, episode 51. So that was that was right after Chelsea Capri was on the show. So if you want to go back a little bit, you can see Jules, his origin story, if you will, like kind of how he came to be where he's at right now. That was episode 51. My wife was on episode 50. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about Chicken Wiggle here. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about Treasure Knots, maybe. But here we are. And here he is, Mr. Jules Watchum. I actually was. I recently cleaned out oh, my really? um, office, and I have a whole box just full of crap that I need to put out. Because look, here's my shelves up there, which I recently tidied up. So my games but and stuff. That looks. It just keeps going. Yeah, it's like a tower. And anyway, so eventually I'm gonna put all my my toys up there. So how you doing? How was Christmas, dude? I'm good, Do you celebrate man. Christmas? I celebrate you, Christmas you, big time. Oh, I've been on vacation yeah. for a couple of weeks. I've been doing nothing. Nice. I've been yeah, doing like, oh, it's been unreal. Bobby hates yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> but I haven't even like checked in on, on work emails. My work phone is my iPhone. And because of that, I've been not playing so much Super Mario Run as much as I'd like mm-hmm. to. Like, I want to play it, but I also know that my emails are over there as well. Right. So yeah, I'm sticking over to like, like, I yeah. can't, I can't look, I can't look. Such but, a good game, Mario Run. I've been really enjoying it. Have you liked it? Yeah. Were you surprised, or was that kind of what you were expecting? Very. Yeah, no, I'm very, I was very surprised. Yeah. Not, I was expecting just an endless runner done yeah. with Mario, but done pretty well. Yeah. 
Um, but it's way more than that. Totally. Um, not only just the single player campaign or whatatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. I always think of Call of Duty when I use the word campaign for a single player <laughs> game, which is so inappropriate for Mario game. But we, you know what I mean? The yep. story mode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that is weird. <laughs> uh, it's done really well. You yeah. know, the way they, they harness the, the tapping of the thumb and the holding and the wall jumps and blah, all that mm-hmm. executed flawlessly, really, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way they've taken that game that we all know and put it into that universe and you're like oh wow that works really well wow um so even beyond that which is that's even better than i expected then they have toad rally which is like genius you get to play against your friends and there's the leaderboard thing there's the social aspect it's just like oh my gosh oh i'm 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 hoping and i guess assuming when you play against someone else it is literally a recording of their performance i'm hoping it's as exacting as that because if it's not then it's just a ruse and it doesn't mean anything but i'm hoping you're literally playing against a ghost of them Uh, i think i think you are it feels like you are it seems Um, like i want it to be a little less um opaque i need it to be a little more transparent because the first little steps i feel like i really want to get going i'm like which Which one one am i yeah yeah exactly exactly. and if you're playing toad who runs faster or whatever you kind of like they kind of which one am i and yeah I agree. It, but of all of the things, like, isn't that kind of like a minor? You're so, you are so nitpicking. You're it, so totally. Nitpicking. And, and <laughs> what do you think about, I'm curious, is your thoughts on, on the pricing too? This is obviously a huge thing everybody's complaining you know, about, I, talking about. I had totally. no problem paying the money. I didn't either. And yeah. I'm shocked. Like, only Nintendo can do this, right? Like, the whole, I get the game for free, mm-hmm. you can only play a certain amount of levels, then you hit a wall, and now you have to pay to play them more. That was That's so old school. That's like so five years old. Uh-huh. No one does that anymore because it was like banished. Like, don't do that anymore. That was that, that was bad. Slapped mm-hmm. on the wrist. Everyone stopped doing that. And so only Nintendo, of course. They come along and go, no, that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to put a wall <laughs> up there, a pay wall. Of course they can get away with it because it's freaking Mario. Well, the, you know? I don't know if anybody's been calling have, have people been calling it a paywall? That sounded like a naughty word. That you're not allowed to use anymore. It used to be. Well, indeed. And, it, and it's exactly what it is, right? Because, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I bought it pretty quick. So I don't know what you were limited. Like, I think it was just the first world, right? Yeah, and I did the exact same thing. Like, I, I downloaded it. I opened it up. I said, where can I buy the rest? I didn't yeah, even... I never exactly. hit that wall. I just, like... I have yeah, already been convinced I, I, I that this is worth it. I think you can only play the first world. And I don't know if Toad Rally exists if you don't pay. I, I Honestly, I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, probably think, not, because otherwise, why would you ever pay? Because then you can just do Trade Rally forever, and you're good to go. Right, but um, I don't when know. You unlock new levels and things like that, like because I remember Shantae, like they did an iOS version of that, and that's exactly what that was. You'd get it for free, mm-hmm. and then you'd, you'd beat X amount of levels, and they'd be like, "Okay, I need, I need your money now to play the rest of the game." And that was really not because of Shantae, but this that approach was frowned upon. It's like, don't that? Not that it's a bad thing, but it it's ineffective players get the game for free they play the three levels it asks for money they discard it and get the next free game yeah it's a pretty <laughs> just, it's a pretty it just doesn't work the barrier is real but yeah. isn't it isn't it like there are roots in in old games with that sort of pricing model as well yeah. like with the shareware isn't it like yeah. i i seem to remember playing a whole bunch of games like wacky wheels i don't know if you remember this this is a an old pc game it was a pure knockoff of of mario kart okay there's all these it was a kart racer with all these different animals there's like elephants and bears and it was exactly like mario kart and i remember playing i think he gave you like one or two tracks and then it hit you with a screen that said send us a check 
for whatever the dollar amount was, and they would <laughs> send awesome. you the disc. Like there, there was no instant yeah. gratification at no. all. Maybe right. you'd get the game. Like I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Oh my gosh. So I, I, it when I paid for that, uh, when I hit that barrier, or sorry, when I paid the the ten bucks, I'm like, this is exactly like old PC games mm-hmm. that I used to, oh. to not pay for because yeah. I was five years old or ten years old. Well, and... They were kind of like caught in a place where they you either give it away for free and have ads mm-hmm. or you ask for the money up front, mm-hmm. you know, or you do exactly what they did. So they didn't have many options to choose from. I mean, they could have piecemealed it out, I suppose, and do you... done it so it could be ultimately free or you could pay your way to get through the game if you suck um, or you're impatient. Mm-hmm. Um, so they could have approached it, I guess, a few different ways. It's fascinating that they, they chose this way, and obviously it worked for them. So, But the, as usual with Nintendo, no one else could do that. What? <laughs> you know, I, I couldn't release a MUDS game that was like that. Like, you know, you get the first world for free, everything else you have to pay for. Actually, in fact, we kind of did that. Like, the mm-hmm. first MUDS came out, well, it wasn't free. You actually had to buy it. But it was on, you know, it was available for free or 99 cents for, for a long period. And then we added the ghost levels later. Right. But you have to pay, I think, at one ninety nine to buy those if you want to. And no one's bought them. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You know, because it's sort of like, I don't know, especially people in that market are like, no, I'm just going to, I can get an entire game for one ninety nine or even free. So why right. am I going to spend it? Like the, the sense of value in that market is completely skewed. What do you think about like the balance of, because it's kind of a risk to say I'm going to build Maybe if I build more of a game, I can justify an entire the cost, like a ten dollar mm-hmm. game. Like it, it was very risky of Nintendo to build such a robust game, yeah. but then they kind of had the gall to to charge a ten dollars. But what mm. if what if it didn't work? Like what what do you think maybe was going? Maybe just from your own perspective, like what would you, what would well, be going nice... through your minds of building such yeah. a giant game for the system that it's on, and going well, maybe people don't spend the ten bucks for the giant part that we built. Yeah. Well, the nice thing with that market is you can do an update and you can change the game itself mm. dramatically, mm-hmm. fairly easily. Not as far as the relative to other of, systems. Yeah, exactly. Like the system provides the ease of, of, of support. Um, changing the game itself may be difficult, but but it's easy to update it, and then everyone gets that update, and now this is the way the game is. So the nice thing is they do have that backdoor safety net if they need it. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I think it's a risk, and I think every time. Anyone releases anything. <laughs> it's yeah. always a risk. True. I mean, like I recently wrote um, a year in re- review for Nintendo Live, mm-hmm. and uh, that, that's always so fun and cathartic. You kind of go through a whole year. And, and <laughs> I know they know, took you... my idea, though. <laughs> I yeah, should have had you on earlier. <laughs> right. You smile, you laugh, you cry, you go through the whole shebang. Um, yeah. And, you know, it got me thinking about Stupid Challenge, you know, and that didn't sell well. And it's mm. kind of like, you know, it happens, you know, and we put a tremendous amount of work into that game. Right. You know, and we simply did not get the money back that we put into it. Mm-hmm. And there you go. <laughs> what do you do with that? You just try and learn from it and go, wow, what happened there? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think I can isolate a few things of what may have contributed to that reality. But um, what, what you do know, you think? Um, the two big reasons, I think, is number one. You didn't put was, balls hard on the cover. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> no, the fact that it is balls hard, I think, is one of the problems. Uh, oh, I really? Not, I think many people look at. Um, well, I think the main—that's not the main reason. Yeah, you know, I think I would have disagreed with games. on that on that one. Yeah, so I think there are plenty of hard games like um, mm-hmm. Dark Souls, uh, like um, 
And last year I went out for a few drinks with my friend last night, and he's like, "Yeah, but it, I think one of the things is that, that, that we put challenge in the name. Like, it's not like Dark Souls, mm. we're gonna freaking kill you. you know, <laughs> it's just Dark Souls. You know, Super Challenge is almost because it's in the name, it's almost uh, a, a dare. Mm. You know, like mm-hmm. the fact we put it in the name." Is almost like can well, you do challenge it? is like a dare too. But I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying as well. You know, but it's, yeah, it's the, right up there. So mm-hmm. it does it psychologically suggest that wow, it's even more challenging than a hard game would even be. Yeah, like, I better prepare like, myself for this. Oh, yeah. I've been distracted for something else, maybe. Um, but uh, but I think it was just confusion. Like, what is this game? Is it a sequel? Mm. Is it a mission pack? Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of looks like the first game. I'm not really hearing much about what's oh so different and sequely about it. Right. You know, it just seems like a Lost Levels kind of thing, but maybe maybe it is, maybe it's not. Do I, I, you know, I just I, I just don't pe- think people, either they didn't care <laughs> or they didn't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think some people are like, I don't want anything harder. I thought the first game was hard enough kind of thing. What, about the, com- what about the platforms you're releasing on? So you had you, like we made a huge deal on uh, about the PlayStation release. Like this was this was kind of a big deal for the Super Challenge to come over there. How are things? Is it different on PlayStation or like? I don't know what the sales numbers are over there, but I don't think they're great either. Yeah. So because yeah. I wanted to ask you about kind of being because we've got Totes the Goat over on iOS, like but. Nintendo is your home. Like, that's kind of... Yeah, <laughs> well, he literally... Toads the goat is in <laughs> Mario's hand. <laughs> I need to I need to get grab a screenshot of that. Because oh, that it's is funny. amazing. But I wanted to ask you about... Because I, I know other other everybody's kind of like, oh my god, Jules is going outside of Nintendo. Is it only going to be iOS? And I know is that... It, is anyone your, actually saying that? Well, I don't know if they're... I feel like they're... I feel like they're asking... Their their questions are loaded when they ask you about it, and so right. with you when you say things like, "My heart is still with Nintendo," or "I always still," with, but of course I I poured over to other things. I wanted to ask you, is it tempting at all to go to other platforms as kind of like your your lead? Is it tempting to go away from Nintendo when there's things like a Wii U that come out that maybe shake your confidence a little bit, or maybe there's games that don't sell so well on the on the the systems that you've been loyal to this whole time yeah i mean i because playstation is hot right now jules yeah it's, it's the hotness that's what, that's what the kids <laughs> the are saying kids, the kids love that's it what, well the kids are saying i just sent you a photo of mario Holden thank you touching, and then you see in the background well i'll give you bonus points if you can if you can determine what's sitting in the background there all right it's a beautiful figure it's in the darkness as well which makes it doubly tricky to figure oh it's out doom that, that looks like doom oh boosh look at you pikachu you're all over it. All right, let me get let me get it so you can see a close up of it. Are oh, you recording no. it, by the way? Oh yeah. Okay. So everyone who's listening to this won't have a clue what on earth we're going on about. But no, that's anyway, all right. So how cool is that? Oh my god! It looks like real blood. It's amazing. So and you can turn this thing on somehow. I don't know. I can't remember how. I see and, that show up on like, my screen. But, I feel the need to move my mouse over and shoot it. But it like has, I need to. Right. <laughs> but it has a fan and it has a red light beneath it. And what it, the hell's the fan for? How do you... Just going to blow your hair back. This thing will literally blow your hair back. Exactly. It's for models that have that photo shoot. You know, they're like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like know models how like you. you turn this thing on. Yes, exactly. Just like me. Just I don't blow, know. Blow the goatee to the side. <laughs> it's getting long enough. <laughs> I don't know. But you can... I think it's just dramatic effect. There's, there's a red light and there's a fan. I believe it you. Doesn't act, you know, and, and when it moves, you, the light 
you know, Ray's uh, changed by the fan and whatever. Oh, yeah. dude, that is so cool. Doom yeah, was one really of the best good. games this year. What a good game, huh? It's one of the only soundtracks I've downloaded this year. I I got the sound. Speaking of soundtracks, I got the Shantae. I got the special. I'm going to show you something again that everyone who's listening won't have a clue what we're talking about. But I got the special PS Vita. Oh my um, god! Risky Beats um, edition, which is beautiful. You got and the hookups. Comes, well, I paid for it, but um, <laughs> <laughs> you have the retail hookups. <laughs> yes, exactly. I have the Amazon hookup. Yeah, so it comes with the game and then the the soundtrack. It's a I really love that. Wonderful, um, and so yeah. Anyway, we're talking about Shantae, half a genie hero, and yeah, the Vita. I wanted. I got it. I did actually back the game on um, on Kickstarter, so I got the Wii U version through that. Um, but I know myself, and I need it on, hand, on handheld because I'm a handheld lover. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I ordered the um, the Vita version like freaking months ago. Actually, at the same time, I ordered my other thing that I'm going to show you something else now. Again, that the listeners will be like, dude, really? Why isn't this a video show? I asked myself the same question, Sean. I want to Why keep people wanting. Show? I want people to keep people wanting. Look at that beautiful dude, thing. That oh, is... look, you can see I was going to say, look how beautiful it is with my own reflection <laughs> and, and you in the same screen. Look at that. <laughs> um, isn't that nice there? Neon oh, that orange. That sounded egotistical. That is beautiful. It is. The Vita, what is going on with the Vita, You're talking man. about the reflection of yourself again, aren't you? No, I'm, I just, I didn't wake up that long ago. I need, I haven't shaved in a few days. Look, now you can get right up the nostrils. I think I'm even, like, talking closer to the microphone, so it's not a <laughs> anyway, good, it's not a good sound. But, um. So PlayStation's the hotness, Jules. No, you're right. Sorry to go back to your question before we <laughs> Normally, normally we you're keeping me on track. <laughs> like, we do, we went, like, 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 about three rabbit holes down, I think, on that one. That I like good. it. What the hell else are we going to do? Are we we can't take but, um, ourselves too seriously. At least God not no. on this show. You can well, we take yourself seriously on somebody else's show. talking about video games and pixels and chickens. Um, <laughs> and goats. Which, and goats. I got the um, Crossy Road plushy chicken I from Target. I freaking love... From Target. <laughs> from Target. How adorable is that? That is super cute. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. And while we're talking about swag, got myself the little ghosty. Amiibo. Did you get all? Okay, so we got the 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 Boo amiibo there. Did you get the whole set? No. Why are you not a completionist? You just like just random. How cute is that? This little toad. Oh, well, Mario little Kart Eight toad. Adorable. No, I'm I'm not really much of an amiibo collector. We have some, but uh, I just I like stuff. Ghosty. Kind of stuff. I like ghouls and ghosts, ghosts and goblins. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why every game apparently that I make has ghost levels in it. (laughs) Um, I'd rather that than making sure everything has a water level and I'd rather ghost levels than Than water water levels. levels? I think. I don't know. Have you played my ghost levels? I like your ghost levels. Okay, good. Because they're always. I, I like it because I'm sure some people hate them, but I like the simple switch that you're like wow now i can't kill them and they're still there yeah <laughs> yes. what do i do i just have to avoid them i just love how simple that is but it completely changes how you approach that now and then it's amazing what i love about it is then when you go back to a normal level you find yourself avoiding the enemies even though you can kill them mm. it's fascinating mm-hmm. it's so interesting i'm gonna catch myself doing that now i want to ask you yeah, about zeo drifter i'm gonna go totally different i want to ask you okay. about zeo drifter because See, I completely skirted your question. There. I, it's still there. It's coming back. Don't worry, because I, I played it on the Vita, so I'm still in the I'm in the PlayStation <laughs> oh, ecosystem. I'm still in the, the wheelhouse. I, and the, the the fact that it's on Vita is important because I was playing through this game and getting every look at I, the 
<laughs> I didn't know that the music was human made. It was I didn't know I the know, music. I thought it was <laughs> For those again that can't see us because this isn't a video show. I'm holding up the uh, the Vita and the PS4 boxes that like, we did. Gorgeous artwork. Limited run. I, I love these little Vita boxes, man. Isn't that amazing? They're so tiny and cute and awesome. I stopped I stopped buying them. I ended up my handhelds are my digital havens. Um but mm-hmm. I have a, I have a few of those. But I want I want to ask you about a platinum trophy. I need the inside okay. scoop on okay. right. why Zeo Drifter and other games don't do you platinum trophies. Like, what does it okay. take? Because that so game is have, balls hard. You have to ask. It's a bit fuzzy. You, you basically have to have approval from Sony to have a platinum trophy. You can't just be like, boom. Here I'm it is. A platinum game. You have to, and, and it's, and I think this might be uh, um, a problem with with their terminology of what is a platinum trophy and that they established it way back when, I guess probably on PS2, was it, or PS3? When did platinum trophies Yeah, PS3 when they copied the 360s achievement system, yeah. So, and that was a little while ago now, and I think since then, the indie uh, digital scene has really exploded, and now there are lots of small games, whereas back then there were less of them. So the platinum trophy was really about big, juicy experiences, mm-hmm. all the AAA games, there, that's where the Platinum Trophies go. You know, these little games. Sense. Because there's, there's like... It's just a matter of timing, then. There's perceived value to those to those trophies. You know, Definitely. In the PlayStation Network. Definitely. Um, and they didn't want to just every, you know, here's a game, you can beat it in an hour. Boom, Platinum Trophy, yeah, son! Well, you know, have you ever heard of a game called that. My Name is Mayo? Have you heard of this? No. I My Name so. is Mayo. Okay. This might is this should be an iOS game, but it's on it's on PlayStation. So this is how far the PlayStation Network has come. Does it have um, a platinum trophy? It has a platinum trophy. No, okay. It, it's uh, okay. it's a dollar. It's ninety nine okay. cents. Wow! And it takes how long to beat it? Well, it takes as long as you want it to, because oh. all you do is there's a little jar of mayo, like mm-hmm. mayonnaise, right. and you tap X to tap the jar of mayonnaise. Trophy, there's a platinum trophy right. as you get a hundred taps. 200 yeah. taps or whatever it is and then you can right. dress this jar of mail with a bikini and different get-ups there and you get go. the trophies for those ones so the value comes in so i played that <laughs> played that sh- not too long after playing zeo drifter and you're like really <laughs> yeah that's awesome i'm like what well, is wrong that, with this that, picture well, that, here that, that's good to know though yeah because we've always been kind of on the fence of like can we can, i've always this because matthew who is um who I work with, who uh, does the programming for all of our 2D games. Or mm-hmm. now at 2 just no, does all of our games. Um, um, you know, he deals with a lot of that, because it's more on the technical side, as far as setting up the trophies on the system, and blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, so, and I'm always like, I'm all, because Colin at uh, Kind of Funny mm-hmm. is always talking about wanting a platinum games, and it's just a thing now, right? You just want a platinum a game. It's just a, a term and It's term a verb. Or, completely oh no obliterate and own this thing mm-hmm. um and i'm always talking to them matthew i'm like dude how do we get platinum trophies because this seems like a thing you know and our games seem like they were a good fit for it mm-hmm. but we always come up definitely against, up against this wall where the terminology is 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 such and it's somewhat confusing as well because you almost you kind of have a budget that you can spend mm-hmm. on your game you know there's a certain amount of you know credits that you can right. spend and whether you do it all towards golds or silvers or or bronzes or platinum or whatever it's up to you but you've only got a budget to spend on your game of trophy value mm-hmm. um and we've always thought that well if you put platinum in there then we basically don't have much left or anything else so which one's more important to us we're probably completely wrong in that this is probably not the case at all 
probably a platinum is completely spe- uh, separate. But um, mm-hmm. but anyway, the next one we do, um, we will investigate that further and hopefully add that. I wonder if we could retrofit that. I wonder if we can retro add that. I don't know, maybe. But anyway, I think times mm-hmm. have changed, and now mm-hmm. we can probably add platinums. So this is where I... I hook you into confirming that your first Nintendo Switch game will have some sort of achievement system or trophy system, which then therefore confirms that the Nintendo Switch also has a trophy system. Oh, an I, achievement you're, talking, system. you're talking to the wrong person. You need to be talking to Brian at Image and Form. Oh, he would know damn. the answer to that. <laughs> I need, I need Bobby to introduce me to him as well. Well, actually we, yeah. we've chatted a little bit on, on email a little bit. Maybe we'll, okay. maybe we'll have yeah. one. Um, but uh, no, I have absolutely no idea. But I hope so, right? But it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if they didn't. Either. So has the PlayStation ecosystem been kind to you? Like, is it, this is back to my original, is it is it tempting right. to go to the hotness? Or do you go with... <laughs> Why do you think I'm here right now? <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be as red as my shirt. I'm going to be <laughs> as red as Mario's hat back there. Um <laughs> this is the wrong place if you're going for the hotness. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I think, you know, obviously this year, I'm going to take a price label off my boo here, because look at that, it's just hanging off there. They don't you even can't, stick it on. You look can't that. have just, that. I've, I've hit on, on something here, Jules. I've hit on something. On what? And no, this I'm question. Just, this no, qu- just, you, I have you I'm reaching. Super distracted. I ask you about trophies, I'm and you're sorry. locked in. I ask you about PlayStation, and you're. <laughs> and I don't mean to. If you don't want to, we don't can move on. Too, no, don't don't read too deeply into it. All right. No. Um, uh, 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 PlayStation you know, Five year, confirmed. This year, obviously, you know, it was the end of Renegade Kid, and yep. we moved on to doing other things. And I think part of like so when we decided to do that, and then and then I was thinking, okay. What am I going to do as far as solo stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, and and um, we actually went on um, summer vacation kind of when we were thinking about it. Um, is that true or was it? Yeah, that is true. I was just trying to think of the timing. Um, and, um, and I just spent a lot of time kind of thinking about what I wanted to do and kind of not repeat the same mistakes um, that, mm-hmm. we, that, that led us to kind of, um, well, one of the reasons that we we closed Renegade Kid anyway. Yeah. Um, was just the financial never really quite getting ahead. You know, it's not like it went insolvent or went bankrupt or anything as dramatic as that, but it never quite got ahead. Um, and, and you don't like, want to wait until that dire situation to no, make a change. No, the writing was in the war. It felt like gotcha. we weren't getting ahead. And uh, things were only going to get more difficult because um, the 3DS was going to be going away, you know, and, thing, and things that are more high def and, and ergo require more... Uh, especially on the 3D side with Dimensium and those types of games, it's just way more competitive, you know, to compete. Mm-hmm. 2D games are a little bit different. Um, and that's kind of what led me to go in the direction that I am going. So, um, yeah, so I kind of, you know, um, one of the things was, you know, I think I need to kind of just specialize and focus on a very small uh, thing that not only um, I can that I, I am known for, that I could be more known for, and something that I love, you know, and it does that thing exist, and thankfully, yeah, it does, and it's pixel games, you know, or mm-hmm. retro-inspired games, I like to say, because I think Tote still feel, falls underneath that. Definitely. Um, and um, so that was part of it. Let's, you know, I should specialize and focus on something smaller and something I love, and if I can do that well, I think that will have a multiplying effect mm-hmm. rather than just trying to do lots of different things because then... Um, you don't contribute to a single thing 
um, over and over again. You're always just kind of spreading yourself out. Um, and then the platforms then came into that. It's so like, you know, I need, I need, I need to go multi-platform. I need, yeah. I, you know, I, I love the last 10 years, every game we've done has been always a lead on a Nintendo platform. You know, yep. It's always been first on Nintendo and then we'll port elsewhere later. Um, and, um, and with a TUI, um, even before I even knew it, I guess, you know, we did totes on the iOS mm-hmm. in 2015, even before I was honestly considering going 100% solo with the TUI. That was literally just a side, uh, you know, mad scientist kind of project. Like, you know, let's just have fun <laughs> over here and not hurt anyone and do some stuff that isn't really a kid related, just fun. Um, you know, it seems like some master plan that I planted the seeds in 2015 and then executed them in 2016. <laughs> That's not, it's not really the case. Um, I just felt like I would use the Atui company because it already existed and uh, responded to that anyway. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, so, so to answer your question, yeah, absolutely. Now I'm like, you know what, I need to get wiser with that. I need to, um, it, it, Chicken Wiggle being probably the last case of the old way mm-hmm. uh, as being primarily like Nintendo only on the release. You know, we're still considering iOS as well. Um but beyond that, you know, with Treasure Notes, especially being the next big one that we've revealed that we're definitely doing, that we are definitely doing. Yes, we're definitely doing it. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, we'll actually be multi-platform. You know, there's no point. Yeah. Um, even if it was, honestly, uh, not that we've been offered this, not that we're this is not going to happen, but even if it was Switch exclusive, which it's not, um, why would we do that? That'd be silly. You, you, why would it be exclusive to the one console that literally, in fact, has the smallest audience, period? Smaller right. than the Wii U even right now. <laughs> you know, it's zero. <laughs> well, that's. I was going to ask you about that as well. Like, it seems like, I mean, there's there's a trade-off too. There's, um, I mean, when you can focus on one console, one platform, there's a benefit to that to you as a developer. You can it actually, you, so, it's, it so you don't have to port or build one yeah. thing and then port things overall at the same time. So, Mighty number nine. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, we're also seeing deals with Xbox and PlayStation where there's a bit of a partnership where there's a little incentive, like a little extra incentive, mm-hmm. on top of the fact that the developer and the, the small team gets to focus on their console, their platform. Yeah, they nice. get a little yeah. they get a little money as well there's, with some of those mm-hmm. deals. And is yeah. that something that is just just hasn't happened? Is like I don't I don't really understand like how those things occur. Is it is it Sony and Xbox are approaching these guys just kind of out of nowhere, or is there like a sales team? Or mm-hmm. I, that that doesn't even make sense because these are small teams. But there must be some way that these small games are getting in front of the guys over at, at these other um, these other organizations. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, well, for a start, Sony and Microsoft are just are, are, are doing it and they're open to doing it. I mean, those that window of opportunity might be closing now. Obviously, they're more apt mm-hmm. to do it towards the beginning of a life of a, of a console and less so towards the end. Right. When um, you need to fill the space of like, you're still developing yeah, the big games. You're trying you really games. hard. You're just kind of doing everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nintendo just don't do that. They, they don't fund, um, they don't spend any money outside of the company on, on third party companies. Cause it sounds but, like that's what Nindies is. This whole, it Nind- sounds like it's a that. nice brand. Yeah. Like it sounds it like it's ID at Xbox or whatever the heck PlayStation is calling Honestly, it. Nintendo are just very, fortunate that that they have a bunch of passionate developers that are <laughs> yeah. proud to be called an indie yeah because um, there's there's no financial um you know incentive you know sure. to be in that or anything like that it's it's really i think just a spotlight and yeah and i think it's just because and this is what 
why we stuck with um, doing Nintendo uh, first kind of skew focus for the last 10 years is mm-hmm. we just love Nintendo. We, yeah. we, and we, we love the hardware. We love the games they make. You know, you just feel um, part, you know, join, you feel like you're joining part of a family kind of, you know, from a distance. But, you know, right. you know by being part of that and releasing your games and getting to know the people that work there sure. and working with the people in the eShop, um, you know, as far as getting your game um, positioned on the eShop and all of the stuff that leads up to the release. Which is a you lot don't just have to be smart and, and creative and build the game. You've got to make sure that people are seeing it and working with, oh my gosh. That's yeah, you have to work with the people at Nintendo and put yourself mm-hmm. on their radar as soon as you can. And anyways, and they're really great people. I mean, everyone at of Nintendo, course. they're really just nice, good, knowledgeable um, people. Mm-hmm. They're just a pleasure to work with. And they are at Sony as well. I haven't worked with many people at Microsoft, so I don't have an opinion on that, but right. I'm sure they're great there too. Um, but the people at Sony are really probably great. assholes. Probably, probably assholes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm just um, kidding. I want to ask you about you. We kind of breezed over being um, available at launch, and it seems like just yesterday that PlayStation Four and Xbox One launched. But it really has been three years. Like we've had right. these things for a little while, and we're now getting sequels to the games that were available around launch. We've got Titanfall Two, we've got Watch Dogs Two, a couple of these other games, mm-hmm. Knack Two is coming out to, I think, many people's surprise. But I think mostly surprising is that these sequels are coming out and not selling as well as the first ones did, the the first in the series. And Mm -hmm. to your point about you literally have a smaller install base at launch than ever, Mm -hmm. it's interesting that that's a thing, and I can only think that there's some sort of value to having a game available at launch because you're only going to be one of few. So while you have like a smaller kind of install base... Your your share of the games mm-hmm. available is is totally. much more. Right, the ratio of how many units of those games will sell to help ourselves is much greater at that totally. time. Totally, yeah, yeah, totally. And I think um, being exclusive, being an exclusive Switch game next year in mm-hmm. 2016 uh, is it, certainly a great place to be. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, do you expect I, it to do well? The I do. Switch? Yeah, I do very well. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a nice rebound. Not that, it, not that it's saying much, but I think it'll do, do a lot better than Wii U. Sure. Obviously, not as well as as we uh, the first Wii, because um, it's just not going to happen. We're in a different world. It's just not going to happen. Like uh, no device will do that ever again. No, I'm not. No, that's definitely not the case. But the Wii, uh, the Switch is not that device. Right. There's just no way. I mean, because the Wii was so um, brilliant for its time. Yeah. Because literally every non-gamer was like, wow, I grab that TV remote and swing it around and I play a game. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was just simplistic brilliance. And it worked. Um, and viral videos of people throwing the remote through their TV. Like, you can't <laughs> buy that kind of publicity. Yeah. <laughs> but it, the message was simple. The price was right. The software was there. Was it right. was Nintendo. The name was stupid, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it worked. It, I mean, the name, you know, could have been worse, I guess. Could have been Wii U. Oh, oh man. Snap. Well, I mean, you know what it needed? It needed to launch alongside a PlayStation product that was $900 or something you needed a second <laughs> right. job for. Exactly. <laughs> like, really? Um, they kind no, of went so in between. I, so I think the Switch is going to do really good. I think it's yeah. going to have a similar challenge that the 3DS had when it came out. Interesting. Um, it came into a, a world where there was plenty of competition, mm-hmm. whether it be Sony or iPhones or iPads. Um, 
So, but it still did really well. But they had to work really hard to make it do really well. Like the price yes. got happened really quick, mm-hmm. um, and they, you know, released and to keep those people new happy with... and new games, and you know, they tried. They worked really hard to make the 3DS the, the success that it is, and it still didn't reach the success of the DS. Right. Uh, so I think the Switch will be very similar to the 3DS in that regard. Do you remember um, that time, like when the 3DS was coming out as a developer was and the price was way too high. People aren't really buying into it, maybe mm-hmm. as much as anybody really expected. Do you remember feeling nervous as a developer that's making games purely for handhelds for Nintendo? Yeah, like, I mean, what was that time like? Yeah, I mean, I was. I think this was like for me at the time. I had blind faith um, because the Wii was doing so well, right? The and the DS, DS had done did so well. So well. Mm-hmm. I had blind faith that the 3DS would would get there eventually. Sure. Um, not, it was really, it was not, it was unfounded blind faith. Honestly, it was only based on that particular era of like, they'd won this way. They'd won that way. How could they lose this way? You it's know, not really um, that unfounded though, is it? That's pretty like, there's well, some... look at the Wii U. <laughs> yeah. <that's true. laughs> so Just name I, it the same thing. Yeah. So now I wouldn't have true. the same confidence because the true. Wii U happened. Yeah. But at the time this was pre Wii U. Mm-hmm. So they hadn't messed up, you know. The Wii had mm-hmm. done a success, the DS had done a success, three D S would just needed some time. So no, I had blind faith in that. But you know, they were very smart. They obviously didn't. They're like, Oh my gosh, price cut, get new games out, get a new hardware release, let's go, let's go, let's go. Mm-hmm. You know? They were I'm sure freaking out by the scenes. <laughs> But they didn't um, freak out with the Wii U. It's interesting that they that they did all the things that they did with 3DS and they didn't do any of that. Even as we're yeah. closing down production for the Wii yeah. U, we never saw that that yeah. um, course correction. Well, I think the course correction is Switch. Just shut it down, yeah. Yeah, they were just early on like, well, we have this mm-hmm. thing that we're kicking around, this Switch thing, which is, let's face it, exactly what everyone thought the Wii U was when mm-hmm. the Wii U was first announced. So they actually have a realization of their original release. So they're almost like, right. eh, okay, we kind of goofed up there a little bit. We made a little bit of money. That's cute. Uh, thank God for 3DS. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And uh, let's let's just let this puppy <laughs> die a slow, Oh, no, you got to put him down. You got to... <laughs> And let's move you can't on drag to the him Switch. through multiple surgeries. You gotta just, you know yeah. what? He had a good life. Well, I think for Nintendo, I, I would, I would imagine, um, and this is just me speculating. I would imagine pretty soon after the Wii U was launched, they were like, oh, "Damn, we uh, really yeah. messed up this launch. Yeah, we can't fix this. Let's start focusing on our next machine and making sure we don't do this again." Yeah. So I think they pretty early on decided, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> we're at the point of no return let's not shoot ourselves in the foot to try and save this wii u it's not going to happen mm-hmm. on multiple levels for multiple reasons let's go oh, with the new machine we are like two weeks away from finding out a ton of information we're probably just Exciting. confirming a whole bunch of these rumors Wait, are what actually day is true. it january 12th what january is it? 12th i think yeah. i'm gonna have to take the next day off so when they when they revealed it in october I couldn't focus. I was at work. <laughs> I'm trying to answer emails, but all I'm doing is just like talking to all these people about right. all the Getting possibilities. And they and just killed it. I thought that was so perfect and all that kind of great good stuff. Video, yeah. It was. I downloaded the song, mm-hmm. the the little yeah. track that they had. I, I, I need to yeah. put it as my ringtone one of these yeah. days. Um, but I, I wanted to ask you about um, Chicken Wiggle. You're working on the final boss. Things yeah. are Things are closing up here. Yeah, man. No, it's it's great. Uh, where are we at? So yeah, we have a, we have a lot of loose ends. We're kind of at that weird stage where there's a bunch of loose ends, mm-hmm. which is frustrating, really. But it's just not frustrating. It's just not fun, you know. But it's, it's like, the, like... Op- the option screen. We have to finish the option screen, and <laughs> we have to get. 
you know, there's the intro. Well, what we're leaving for what we call the dessert, which is, you know, we, we want to clean up everything else. And then mm -hmm. our final treat for ourselves is to do the intro and the outro. Oh, I love it. I didn't know box. that. Is that specific to you guys, or is that kind of a common thing? It's in just games this at all? game. It's not this... common at all. It's just this specific game. Yeah. <laughs> like with Mods, I think I did the intro way before the end of the game. Right. I just needed to do that to set it mm -hmm. up. And I kind of know what the intro is going to be. You know, we know what it basically is, and I've, I've drawn some of the artwork for it. But anyway, but but we have so much. Like, Got to be a dance house... sequence in here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> we have so much house tidying to do with um, just all these screens and stuff and. I don't know, whatever, just boring stuff that we have to finish that me and Matthew have been kind of uh, getting through this week. Yeah. Um, this week, yeah. like Christmas, like, do you, did you not take, I've, I should have asked you if you're taking time at the beginning of this, are you taking any vacation? Is there any rest for no, you? At these, no. You're just like, okay, Christmas is great, but yeah. back to chicken Monday, back to it, yeah. Come on. Yeah. You need to, yeah. you need to rest. I know. You need a rest, I Jules. I know, look at those bags. They're sort of endearing, though. Like they yeah. kind of got like a like a George Clooney kind of thing going. Oh, stop it, Charmer! Yeah, no. um, <laughs> I've actually been thinking recently. What do I do to get rid of these things? I've heard it water. Maybe I get some some uh, what do you call it? Cucumbers. Cucumbers. Yeah, Cucumber just slice, it. slap them on there. I don't know why both of us know that. <laughs> <laughs> they do it on TV. They've drummed it into us. Cucumbers and exactly. herbals must do something. Exactly. Um, they used to have these commercials for this like roller that you would roll under your eyes. They had Patrick Dempsey from oh, really? no Grey's Anatomy. Awesome. He would be on the ads. And I remember being at the gym one day and I was in the locker room and the guys, everybody in the locker room just looking at that commercial and laughing at how ridiculous <laughs> this product is. It reminded me of on Zoolander when they're in like the, they, right. he's working in the cave. And he's in with his family, and, and his mermaid commercial shows up, and everybody oh, yeah. in there's giggling at him. It reminded me of that. It was like yeah. the real world version of. Oh anytime God, I think bags amazing. under my eyes, I'm like that stupid Patrick Dempsey commercial. That's amazing. But anyways, but, uh, we're uh, working on an option screen. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so we're, we're kind of we're cleaning house, getting all the boring stuff done, and then we're leaving the the final boss and the intro to. Um, so we have full attention on those because they need nice. to be special. Right. Um and done right so we don't want to just kind of treat that in the same regard as tidying the house kind of thing so without anyway. any spoilers like what does it mean because i'm always interested in what goes through some developers minds with with a final encounter final boss whatever it is because sometimes it, it quantum break was the game in 2016 that hmm. it was just totally different from everything else in the game it mm -hmm. seemed like they did leave it to like a separate thought process um, and it was yeah, I don't know. It just seemed very oh, different, right. and it didn't jive. And Bioshock yeah, Two, I think, was it was a weak ending. Mm -hmm. um, Bioshock as well, I should say. The first Bioshock, I think, was a weak ending. So I'm curious mm -hmm. always of, like, what do you psych yourself out too much? Is there a lot of pressure? Like, how do you deal with creating something that's special but still kind of jives with right. the rest of the game and all well, those it's things? Funny, like I'm. I mean, obviously, like the first Muds has no bosses and has mm -hmm. no real ending per se. I mean, which I collect... love. I wish more people did that. To be honest with yeah, you, yeah. I mean, you collect everything, and Granny's like, "Good job," and that's about it, really. <laughs> um, and you're like, "Yay, thanks, Granny." I feel great. Yeah. <laughs> No, but at least you you know you get to unlock her spoilers and all that kind of stuff and yep. kind of get all these different things. So there's there's definitely something there. And obviously, if you have the latest version, then you get to play as her and do the granny level, which is just like so Yay! good, so yeah, good. Fun. So with this game, I was kind of going into it with the same kind of thought, where like, hey, let's just do you know there are there are eight worlds. Each world has six levels, so there are forty eight levels. Mm -hmm. I'm like, great, I'll just make forty eight levels, and there you go. 
you know, it's a freaking game with a level editor. I mean, so I can, I'll do 48 levels, and here's a level editor. You make your own levels, have fun. Yeah, yep. done. So that's kind of how I was viewing it. And then Matthew had this idea to feel like a little kind of mini kind of boss encounter at the end that would replace that last level. And I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. So he mocked it up, put it in there. Because you can't have 49 levels. No, that's, no, you literally cannot. You, oh, really? Like, you, like is there no, a... You, you, you could, you could. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how these things work. <laughs> But like actually, multiples the this, of six the way the or screen eight is laid out though like each screen has like eight little bu- uh, sorry six little buttons and then you gotcha. scroll to a new world and there's six more buttons so you, it would be tricky to get an an un- it's six, another screen or something um, that's yeah i mean i guess you could have an, an whatever yes but whatever but anyway um so anyways, this is he, i've just he totally curious little, of this whole process um, i love it he did this little mini kind of boss encounter and it's pretty neat and it's like yeah cool and it kind of reuses what we already have in there and mm-hmm. whatever and then we're like great and and that was it and i'm like and then that kind of got me thinking and then i was like uh, anyway because we were like great when you beat that we want a door to appear and you walk through the door and then that takes you to the end of the game mm-hmm. and we're like all right cool and i was like oh i wouldn't because in that particular level and this may not even be the way it is uh, when we're done with it but in that particular level there were just there were kind of candy cane pillars in the background it's just what that's just the last world mm-hmm. it's cake and chocolate and whatever Amazing. anyway um and i was like oh wouldn't that be neat because we like to in and matthew definitely encourages this in me but he's pretty quirky with his ideas and i like to be quirky when i remember to be um <laughs> and um and and i was like oh it'd be cool because there's this column back there it'd be cute if that's an elevator door so when you beat it it comes down and goes ding and then the door opens <laughs> up because that's just silly that's fun so anyway, so I was doing that, and then and then I was like, "Cool, that'd be cool." I've got the animation for that done, and then I was like, "Oh, where does it take you?" You know, like it takes you up to somewhere. What is that? And then I started to get ideas for then another boss encounter because there's there is a villain in the game, okay, um, who's a witch, and you see her in the intro. She basically mm-hmm. steals all your friends. She has them in a big backpack, and she pogo. And she's a witch on a pogo, which is adorable. So she's pogoing around, going up the beanstalk, and. And then she goes up. This is part of the intro. We haven't done it yet, but in theory, this is what it will be. She uh-huh. goes up, and then you and the worm, so a chicken and the worm, fall mm-hmm. out. And then you team up together to go and rescue your friends. That's the intro. I um, love it. So then I'm, so she's the villain. So and so, I was, so the idea was that the ending after the mini-boss is you'd go in there, and you just then just... I'll just confront her in kind of a more of a cinematic kind of situation and then that would be the end but then I got this silly idea and I think I'd been playing Shantae as well which has some very inventive bosses and encounters anyway so I'm sure that probably inspired me as well Yeah. and I was like you know what would be really cool if, if we do have a final kind of showdown with the witch because I always love multi-tiered bosses I, yeah. I mean like uh, with um, uh, Wind Waker oh my gosh that ending is amazing because there's multiple kind of tiers to it I have a terrible um, confession to you you haven't played it, have you? My it, it doesn't. God it man. doesn't invert the controls. I can't play it. On I can't, my, the, the Y-axis, the Y-axis oh, yeah. is, oh, you the can't camera? invert it. Yeah, on the I camera can't play control. It. Yeah. yeah, I understand. I don't know I why they did that. I feel yeah. I feel really dumb about Nintendo it. Chelsea, my wife, really, makes fun of me all the time. Nintendo are really weird about that. It's like not providing options in games. Like simple options like that. They don't like the player to customize things like that. It's very mm-hmm. odd. Like, no, this is the way we've designed it. Suck it up, Buttercup. Yep. I didn't suck it up, so no, I missed out not. on that game. Like, I did not suck yeah. it up. I moved it's on great, to the next one. Game. Yeah, so I hear. Um, anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I so, needed yeah. to tell you. So I came up with an idea for Final Showdown with the Witch. 
And um, so in the throes of that, I, I've drawn some of the artwork. I have a rough idea of how it's going to work. I have enough to be like, great, I've got that idea down. Let's clean house and we'll get back to that. And we'll right. implement it at some point soon. What was the so conversation that, so like? That, that couldn't have been like, so you had your idea of the 48 levels. Everything's going great. And then at the last minute or relatively so, we go, okay, actually not just 48 levels. We're going to do the, the 48th level will be a boss encounter. Like, mm-hmm. does that... Is it stressful for the scheduling of everything? Like it's got to push back release dates. Um, yeah, not that you announced anything, but like, it, is it? it, it is it's a hard decision. Really. It's yes, not just it we'll just do yeah. a boss battle instead. No, it sucks actually. Yeah, who's swearing at who? <laughs> I'm just swearing <laughs> at myself because I'm yeah. allowing it. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no one's. It, it, it's the, the game is the thing that's in control. Sure. So that that's that, and you can't swear at that because that's the thing that you're making. You know? So mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind but of it weird. Feels I mean, good. It is stressful, though, to be like, yeah, because this game should have been done months ago. <laughs> oh, man. So it's way, way over. And I'm, you know, and I'm, I'm also working on Treasure Notes right now. Um, right. So and I, I want to be 100% on Treasure Notes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's, yeah, it's it's annoying. But, but you know, um, you know, I, I, and again, back to what I was talking about earlier, you know, I try to learn from some missteps I've made in the past and try and implement that into the games that we're making now. So when the consideration comes up to add a boss to this game, kind of like, you know what? Something that stands out to me is many people were like, oh, I just wish there was just one boss at the end of the original months. That would have been a mm. neat finale. Mm-hmm. And I agree. That would have been totally cool. Um, and that's why it was fun to make those bosses for Super Challenge. Yeah. Um, so with this, excuse me, um, it, it, it feels like, you know what? This is a good opportunity to do that. We, we have, Levels upon levels upon levels upon levels, so that you play in the in the in the single player play mode. Mm-hmm. Oh, there is only single player, by the way. I don't want to suggest there's multiplayer. Right <laughs> in the play mode. I was um, reading into it. <laughs> um, I read it on other things. So then the opportunity to throw a boss at the end is kind of like, oh, that would be a great finale to kind totally. of finish it all off. And anyway, so whatever. But yeah, so it's frustrating, but you know, it it makes the game better. It's worth it because once it's done, and it's locked and loaded, and it's out into the world. I'm just going to feel like, great, this is better. And, and I think, and I'm a big yeah. fan of, and I appreciate those unique one-off moments that, that games often have. Yep. I think they're very important. And, and it's easy to say, yeah, but the effort we're putting into this one moment isn't being extracted, not squeezing the absolute living crap out of it across the entire game. It's just right here. Right. But yeah, that, that's important though. Those moments are important because that's what you remember when you think back to the game. So that's, Right, they don't so blend was, into the rest of the game. Yeah, so it's not like everything you do has to be something that affects the entire game every single mm. time. Sometimes you make something and you see it for two seconds, and that's okay. I always find that interesting as well when I'm playing a game and, and even just seeing kind of like things that are designed up on the wall that I'll sprint through. I'm like, why, mm-hmm. why even put that poster on the wall or that mm-hmm. mug or whatever sitting on the desk? I always yeah. think that that's interesting. You yeah. talk a couple times about learning from past past mistakes i don't want to dwell too much on that but more on just the time of year are you a new year's resolution kind of guy like is uh, it's 20 it's just like just another day we're going to move into just another round no, of, uh, another new calendar and that's about it and <laughs> just no, throw no, up my old I, dilbert no, calendar I like um the, the the sense of a new year definitely has an emotional impact on me for sure, sure. love that yeah um but uh, no I, I don't keep myself into thinking that that day and give myself rules is everything changes <laughs> no i i do that throughout the year you know if i know i need to make okay. a change to my life then i'll do it yeah um i don't need new year's to to 
as a crutch. <laughs> I suppose, yeah, you probably could have waited until January 1st to announce a TUI then, if that were the case. <laughs> right. Indeed. Hmm. What but, else uh, are you looking forward yeah. to in 2017 then, if not resolutions, but... Um, like what? What would make 2017 an even better year than 2016 has been? 2016 has been very exciting for you. What's... I think all podcasts with my good friend Sean Capri. Oh, stop, Jules! And, uh, I can't. Yeah, You're matching <sighs> your sweater again. Look at you. I'll just let you just keep going because I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> oh my gosh, too funny. Um, I that would be great. By the way, I should I. Shouldn't get too weird. Yeah, that would be no, amazing. Definitely. That would be that would great. Be um, 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 um. I'm just hoping my plans work out. You know, I, I'm obviously yeah. I'm hoping Chicken Wiggle does well because mm-hmm. um, that's a big unknown as far as you know. Super Challenge did not do well. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I mentioned that before. Did you? Um, wait, no, I won't. No, yeah, do that right. Um, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> but, um, but so it's gonna be interesting. But I think the fact that Chicken Wiggle is new yeah. and a, a little different hopefully uh, helps it, you know, because Zero Drifter did pretty well. Um, and that is what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a blatant Metroid ripoff, you know, with a cute, you know, execution. It's to do a, a blatant Mario maker. Exactly. Blatant, exactly. <laughs> I don't even want to say the words. No, but, but it's true, though. I mean, I, yeah. the unfortunate reality is, thank God we announced our game before they announced Oh, my theirs. God, yeah. That was nice. At least I had a, a moment of like, yeah, you guys are doing what Nintendo don't. Oh, hey, wait a minute. Oh, crap. Look at this. Look at this thing that was announced but at the still, beginning of the Nintendo Directs. Even oh, now, there's God. there's op- people have had plenty of time to identify what they wanted out of Mario mm-hmm. Maker. And it seems yeah. like you're giving them that with, right. with Chicken Wiggle. Yeah, and I think... And um, it's not even the fact that you identified that to say, like, they're not doing it, so we better. It was, that no, was just we the vision from the it. beginning. Yeah. yeah, and it's shocking. I mean, I understand why they did it the way they did. Sure. But it was a bad idea. Yeah. Simple as that. It was a bad yeah. idea. They, they shouldn't have done that. And that was actually the curse of Nintendo. They always try to innovate and specialize and, and suit each game and have a per- unique purpose for existing. And most of the time that works out. In that particular case, they completely shot themselves in the foot, I think. Mm-hmm. Because that was, um, they try to differentiate it from the Wii U version to spite itself. Yeah. And, and it was just dumb. You know, they could have still said, hey, this is more about the Wi Fi couch play let's share let's co-op make levels you can still do that and have online sharing yeah it's like add to it don't take it away what are you doing anyway um that was so dumb um but um yeah so that's unfortunate that it is in the shadow of that but um that didn't hurt zero drifter that was obviously a blatant metroid <laughs> rip and there were plenty of metroid mm-hmm. games out at the time anyway on 3ds and elsewhere um Literally Metroid itself, actually. Um, How long after? I'm not sure of the timeline there. I'm just curious about Zero Drifter because I played it just within the last couple of months. When when it came over to PlayStation, was that was that a big boost in sales, or was it kind of like still was there no, it closer to get actually? No, yeah. Good. The nice thing about the PlayStation was we were able to partner up with with Sony on that, where mm-hmm. it was part of the PS Plus thing. Yes. So it's free for plus members, you know, for so you get in front of so many people or whatever. Yeah, so that was great, and and with that, Sony give you some money for that because obviously you're giving away, giving your game away for free for a certain amount of time. So mm-hmm. they give you uh, what they project you would have made during okay. that period. You know, so that would be individual to every game. I'm gathering it's not just a five. Okay. Yeah, like it's a yeah. different deal per per Absolutely. game per developer kind Absolutely. of thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's super interesting. And, and it wasn't like, oh, wow, we're totally stinking rich, let's go and buy a Ferrari now. But it was like, yeah, cool. You know, this is great. And we got an amount that seemed reasonable yep. for that period of time. 
Um, and so that was great, you know, and I think it did really well. You know, I think it did, it, it, yeah, I think it did fine. Uh, and I think it did, it did well on the original 3DS release. Yeah. I don't think it did anything on the Wii U release. Shocker. Um, mm. And so, anyway, so with Chicken Wiggle, yeah, me, so my hope is that it, that it does at least as well as Gangbusters. Zia Drifter. The yes, game I hope, well, I hope it does Gangbusters. I never allow myself to think that's going to happen. Totally. Well, uh, I will think that for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. But, um, but you I'm going to be buying I, a day I'm one. I'm hoping it will do okay. And I think if we're able to get the iOS one out there as well, that will be interesting to see what that does to it. Do you know about pricing model for iOS? I'm thinking, I'm thinking it would be nine like three worlds. And then maybe you'll have like a, exactly. a road rally, exactly. a worm rally. Yeah, mode. A worm rally. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, that's going to be nine ninety nine on three DS. Be 10, yeah. 10 bucks, same price as the other. Oh my god, that's I know that's practically uh, it's, free. It's hotcakes, baby, hotcakes. Um, Ten bucks on three DS, Jules. It's practically free. Are you sure? I can edit this if you want to change your mind. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's that's the pro- it's the right. Price. It's a huge game. What do you? Oh my gosh! It's, it's yeah, but I think it, I like, it's tricky. I mean, it's I it's it's. Tricky. I'm being playful. I'm yeah. not. I don't mean to cast out. I the think G- that yeah. I think you could oh, charge way. I, no, no, not at all. It's the way that proof. that I've come to learn about this game. It just sounds it sounds big. It sounds huge. It sounds like I can dump a whole bunch of time into it. Um, but you're making it very accessible for people. Yeah, no, I, I don't think it is. I think the nine ninety nine is reasonable for what it is because it's forty eight. Oh, definitely. I'm on the other side. Tight, tight levels. You know, they're, they're, they're yeah. some are just a couple of minutes long. I thought this was a forty dollar game. Some the way, <laughs> like that's what I'm saying to you. Like I'm not saying ten dollars is a lot. I thought this was right. going to be no, 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 like, no, no. I'm not. Yeah. yeah, no, no. I understood that you should be. I okay. should be charging more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 was, well, I mean, that would have sucked if you're like, dude, it's a two dollar. Dude, game. what are you doing? Like <laughs> this game already free. exists. What are you thinking? <laughs> ten bucks. Two bucks. Haven't you um, heard people complain about people don't like ten dollars? Right? <laughs> exactly. Apparently. Um, but uh, yeah, that's think, phenomenal. Think, that I, I think, that's I huge. Think ten bucks would be a good price for it. Definitely. Like I said, it's forty eight. Pretty small, tight little levels, and then uh, then obviously there's the level level editor, which some people may not give a crap about. Some mm-hmm. might only give a crap about that mm-hmm. and not give a crap about the other part of the game that I slogged over for months to make. Um, the level you'll be happy process, to know that many people will will give a crap uh, about the level editor while taking a crap. I maybe hope that's so. maybe that's when they they get inspired. They clear their mind. They clear their bowels. Yeah, they create exactly. a level. Um, yeah, because last time actually, I think we did a, a chat together. Where we were talking about the process of of making the level. I think for sure mm-hmm. we were, weren't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was really a fascinating experience for me to go through. That it was very different than the other games. It was fun. Mm-hmm. It's been I just spent months just dicking around with ideas, not really knowing what the hell I was going to do. It was yeah. really interesting, but I had to wait until all the ingredients existed mm-hmm. before I could make level one because I didn't know. Maybe I'd have that perfect level one thing created at the end. And I have right. to redo level one anyway. So I just didn't oh know God. until everything was done. It was, it. it was really odd. But it was really neat, though. No, so I bashed out 48 levels. I really, I, I'm really, really happy with the level creation process I adopted. Mm-hmm. Whether it's any good and anyone will enjoy it, it's another thing. But I'm happy with it. I can't, you know, I can't just, freaking just, wait. There's a, there's a sense of consistency per world sure. on the level structure of what exists in that world. You know, mm-hmm. there are three 
levels that are kind of have a certain formula to them. Mm-hmm. Um, every world has a ghost level. Every world has a level that's focused on a power up mm-hmm. um, that you use for that entire level. That's so cool. It's like and a Zelda model. And then there's a sixth level, which is a reprise of everything you just played, apart, yeah. apart from the ghost star. And so every world is is modeled that way. And I love that. I love that. Yeah. I, I love the consistency and the tight the tininess of that. So I, I made all of these levels. And then I had to figure out how hard they were based on what I thought they were. And then I had to reorder them and make sure there wasn't two decks to each other that were just showing off the same ingredients. So then I'm yep. like, oh, I have to make this more hard now and show it over here instead or, or replace that ingredient or whatever. It was fascinating. Such a weird process to go through. And it was just neat. Cause I, and then I had all of these ingredients. I just got to be like, great, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that enemy mix it with that device mm-hmm. and just make a level out of those two yeah. and see what happens you know and because of the formula that i generated for myself i had almost like a guide that i created for myself that i didn't have to worry i was like great there's a certain formula to how i make this level i start off and i introduce the device first in a safe mm-hmm. environment i'll probably repeat myself based on what we did last time but yep sorry but anyway yep. But, you know so there's a safe environment to introduce the device great now introduce the device again in a similar fashion but now with death been up death below because mm-hmm. to prove that you know how to use this thing because right. you will die if you don't you can't get anywhere unless you do uh-huh. and then you know and so on and then you and then you introduce the enemy on it so and then introduce a slightly harder version and at the end of the game the finale is now you mix them all together yeah. in, a, in a pretty challenging way so you can get to the end of the level man and it's it's not rocket science but it felt good man it, it felt, seems i was going to say it seems like it feels good is this is this yeah. unique to this game that it feels this right this that the game should <laughs> the the formula is there for a great game the feeling is right everything is is i'm really i'm track. really happy with it and i think yeah. it's gonna be but is it unique to this game like is this um, a different feeling no. or do you often find yourself getting into this groove and it, like where something clicks and you're and you're on your way the things worked out really well with no actually no i i'm i in a different way i had the exact same experience with both mods and Zero Drifter. Gotcha. You know, like I have to, I have to find and feel comfortable with. Okay, what, what is the approach here, mm. um, and 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 what, what what is this? What does this game need mm-hmm. uh, based on the player ability and the enemies? Um, because those two are going at each other the entire time, right. and then the environment facilitates that relationship. You know, so that dictates that. So the player is inherently different. Therefore, the environment's going to be different because he jumps mm-hmm. higher or he's faster or he's slower or whatever the hell. So it it's always based on the player and the enemies. And then the mm-hmm. level then comes to facilitate that. But, um, no, but, but what I love about the chicken wiggle stuff is, you know, I use the level editor in the game that everyone else will get to make all those levels. Mm-hmm. So the interesting thing is I'm hoping from, for, for would be game designers that they may get into the editor and go and feel super overwhelmed. And they're like, yeah, no, <laughs> I can't do anything here. <laughs> yeah. But the beautiful thing is they can just play the single player play mode and go, huh, so all of this was made with that, so I could do that. Yep. In, yeah, I, you could I make, just, recreate the level. Yeah, I like when you go to create mode, you have 10 world slots that you can mess with. Uh-huh. So what's that, 60 level slots Amazing. that you can do stuff with. Yeah. And that can be your own creations or you can be downloading them from the internet because we support online sharing amazing 
Can you download your levels? Can I download your levels that are part of the single player and then modify? You know, it's funny. I had that thought the other day. Probably, yeah. Um, ah. What I'm going to do is there's going to be a thing that's called official Atui levels as part mm-hmm. of a search category online. Super cool. Yeah. So I'm going to be adding new things as often as anyone gives a shit. Mm-hmm. So can I, can I say shit on the show? Yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> so as long as anyone gives a shit, I'll continue to create levels for free because that's how yep. I say it. Um, and what about people... some of your what about some of your buddies in the uh, developer uh, business? Well, yeah, I mean the nice thing is you can add your own search tags to yep. your own level. So I, I definitely want to kind of uh, get with people such as you know you and your community. You know, and, and you don't I'm... want me building levels for this. I, I... <laughs> but the nice thing is you, you want know, creative people doing you it. You could have you know if if your listeners are like, hey, we want to get together and you want to do a competition, or you just want to have fun, or whatever, or you just want to have a sense of of community you totally. guys can all get together and you're like let's use this unique search tag mm-hmm. sean capri let's say because it's a fantastic name thank you um so everyone shove sean capri lowercase all together one word mm-hmm. in as one of the four search tags maybe you get two search tags if you want to get really fancy um and then everyone's level in your community can then be you can search for that search mm-hmm. tag and then you'll get only those levels now in a list mm-hmm. so then you'll be like great here's all the sean capri levels sweet you know, well, I, I uh, want, I want like, not Sean Capri though. I want you to have like all of your <laughs> like genius game makers to make a chicken. No, I agree. No, no. Like, I totally stuff. want to do that, and yeah. I, I want to try and get with them, and and then we can figure out a, a amazing search tag, and then they can be put underneath all of that. So yeah, yeah there's a lot of potential. Um, and yeah, you can no, have a little tag underneath with like downloadable levels by Jules Watchem. Right. But it's like, well, the game was made by Jules. Yeah, by, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll be making new levels, and I think I will probably upload all of the levels from the game to the server mm-hmm. so that people can reverse engineer them because that's an important That's part. exactly what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because that's um, how I learned how to play I, guitar. I didn't, I didn't want to automatically have them in the level list because that's going to take sure. up 48 slots, you know? Mm-hmm. And you only have 60 anyway. Totally. So I kind of want... So, yeah, I think... I was funny. I would yeah, probably I clear them out day. anyways if I see it all right. filled up. I'd You're be like, like okay, no, no, I can't... I yeah. need I need a clean slate. I need to start yeah. from scratch. But if I could cherry-pick, oh, man, that level was great. Almost, but I would put I whatever. There, yeah. This. yeah. Totally. The nice thing is, as well, like, I, I disciplined myself when I was creating the levels to stick to the one gameplay rules, which is rescue. And that's yep. when you just... There's, like, a little buddy in a cage... And you just have to get to them and rescue them. That's it. So that's the mm-hmm. game mode I stuck myself to for all of those 48 levels. The okay. nice thing is there are other modes. There are kill all the, kill all the enemies. That's a game mode. You know, yep. So you can literally make a, a level that's only about killing the enemies. There's nothing to rescue. There's nothing else to do. There's one where you collect all the loot. So it's all about collecting mm-hmm. all the coins and finding them and stuff. Um, I'm, trying to forget, I'm forgetting them all now. So I, <laughs> so I like use them. There's one where you have to actually escort. Um, there's an enemy in there, a little, little skeleton. And he actually is probably one of the most sophisticated AI ones in this particular game, which is pretty adorable. It's like he, he, he will just run, and if he hits an uh, an edge that is deeper than two uh, tiled units, he'll just turn mm-hmm. around and walk back again. But if it's only one tile unit drop, he'll actually walk down that drop and continue to go. So mm-hmm. he'll actually he's quite capable, and he'll if, also if there's a one tile gap, he'll jump over that gap. I so he can it. get around. So, yeah. so anyway, so the escort, or what is it, take me home. We call it take me home. So the, the, take, the take me home gameplay rule is you'll have this enemy, and he, he can kill you. He's still an enemy. But you yeah. need to get him from wherever the player, the 
designer has put him to his tombstone. <laughs> he's trying, <laughs> trying to get home. He just wants to go to bed. He just wants to go to bed. So, so, and the nice thing is, there's that destructible tile in the game. So you can literally craft his path yeah. to get home. There are also switches where you hit a switch, they turn from blue to red or whatever, and they turn on and off like the switch blocks oh in Mario. Yeah. There's also jump blocks where there's, they're green and yellow, where when you jump, they switch positions. So there's lots mm-hmm. of ways you can get from there to there. Or there's even the, the demolition hat uh, power-up where you can, you can once you have that power-up, you can just destroy the world. You know, any block, you can just peck it and destroy it one tile at a time. So anyway, yeah. so there's a lot of different ways oh that the player gosh. could create a path. Um, so yeah, there's all these, and there's another gameplay mode. What is there? There's another one. Um, oh, what is it? I don't know. Oh, there's a lock and key. So um, yeah, so there's a door and there's a key. Mm-hmm. So you have to find the key and get to the door and there you go. So um, so the nice thing is the player can be, yeah, just doing all these crazy oh ideas and have fun with it. So that's a lot of stuff I think I'm going to do with the some of the new official artillery levels is explore those gameplay rules because I haven't mm-hmm. at all. You know, we've made sure it works as a concept, but as far as how far you can take them, I have no idea because um, we haven't done that yet. So that's going to be really interesting. So yeah, man, it's oh anyway. I'm hoping it does well. I'm always, I always have, I always do have a slight. I do allow myself to kind of like, oh my gosh, it could be huge, it could be great, and then I'm like, yeah, but it probably won't be. Oh, <laughs> I feel like this is probably a natural part of just the the manic depressive kind of cycle that goes through a developer's mind as things like. It's a grandiose ideas. Everything's going great. Then, as you get closer to release, it's like this is probably going to be the worst idea. I just don't even. I, I'm so grateful that you do this, but holy crap, that sounds that sounds very very difficult. But it's nice to get a little insight into your mind, right. which leads me to my very last question. Because oh, I know the you, you got to go. Last question. You can't say the last, last question. Well, who the hell? Who the hell knows? It could go on for like another twenty minutes. So True. I mean, whatever. I'm hoping it's at least day. My my final question that I want to ask you about is this video series, this sense of documenting things as we go mm, along. Right. Is this something that you wanted to talk about This uh, or you can talk about a video series that you may or may not be doing? I think you just did. Okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's my you know, super passive aggressive of like, I am know. I allowed to ask this? I'm yeah. going to bring it up anyway. So you could just say no and we'll just end it right here. Yeah, yeah, that, that, um, I, yeah like a long time ago, I, I was doing videos on a regular basis then I didn't for a long time and then I started again and I start, stopped again and I've always enjoyed them but but I think they kind of peter off as far as people viewing the view counts and people actually caring about them because there's no they're kind of random I mean they, mm-hmm. they were called random waffles I mean they literally you need more random. cleavage exactly mm-hmm. it's lacking cleavage lacking cleavage yeah um, <laughs> so um, so my plan is on Monday yeah, is to start off a new kind of video series called The Cleavage Show. Um, okay. Okay. Which is Cleavage Central. Um, that's the day this, this – so that's today. When somebody's listening to this, that's today. Oh, so today. So Monday. Yes. So today I'm hoping that my video uh, – my first video of my new video show series, what do you want to call it, will be out. So uh, yeah, so it's kind of I, – I, I did a poll on Twitter a few weeks ago. Asking, you know, I said, you know, I'm I'm hoping to get back into doing video stuff. What would you guys like to see? Um, you know, and um, and what do people want to see? Yeah, well, I, I did a multiple choice thing, and also people uh-huh. could leave comments as well. But I was like, you know, do you want game updates or um, random waffles? Or I don't know what else I wrote on it now. I can't remember. <laughs> I think I might have picked waffles. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can find it real quick because uh, I had them written down. Um, 
anyway, whatever. But you know, but from there, I think most people were kind of on. I think development updates. You know, what's new? Like, what am I working yeah. on? What, what's what's going on? Um, so, but it's gonna. Be, but it wasn't clear. And I think we're gonna do a mixture of basically what what was on there. So I have a, like a little format that I'm in theory gonna try and do. Um, and I'm gonna try and I like doing video editing and stuff. So I'm gonna try and have some fun with it and try and make like little segments that that each video kind of goes to like a little formula. So I think if it's something tangible and something reliable and something consistent. Mm-hmm. Then I think it can be something that that maybe people will feel like they can get into. But if there's no sense of frequency or consistency, they may not want to invest in it because they're like, eh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, yeah, so we'll give a shot. I, I, I can't wait. We'll I can't wait. So it's kind of I was, there's another poll here, Jules. Okay, my that wasn't my last question. I want to okay. ask you about this. No, so, pool? You you did a poll on December 18th oh, after Chicken Wiggle and Treasure Knots are completed. What mm-hmm. game universe would you like to see me yeah, work in next? Right. Something new and Zeal Drifter are like Basically one percentage tight. point off. Yeah, amazing. And but I I couldn't agree more. I want to vote was, for both of those. And that was 600 people, like 600 and something people. I think wasn't it on that one? Does it say? Um, I don't know. Yep, six six hundred and ninety-one. So basically, seven hundred. Wow, seven almost like basically a thousand. Ba- basically, a million people responded. Round up to yeah. round up to round one up to million, million responses. Yeah. 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 So there's five hundred thousand people basically that want to see Zero Drifter. <laughs> <laughs> so is, how seriously do you take that? How do you, do you go? That's it, or is that just kind of like? No, I I, I do take it seriously. Yeah, um, I, that's fascinating to me because you never know what's gonna. I mean, even though it's, I want a I mean, new Zero Drifter game, even though it's Jules. seven, uh, I mean, seven hundred people is quite a lot of people actually. Um, but yes, even if it was only a hundred, it'd still be meaningful. But the fact that it's seven hundred is obviously more meaningful. That mm-hmm. it's so many because there was there was Muds, there was Zero Drifter, there was something new. Is that just three? Was there a fourth one? Oh, no, and bomb, even, bomb Monkey. Oh, but was it was Bomb Monkey? On that? Bomb Monkey garnered three percent. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, do that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. What people want. Mud's got 14%. Yeah. So it's amazing that, that, that I would have thought it would have gone something new, like 80%. Yeah. That's what I expected. Yeah. Because, you know, because a lot of people don't want, well, especially after Super Challenge, who wants, you know, another game based on something else that we've already done. But Chicken um, Wiggle and Treasure Knots are new. So maybe that's why, because it's after Chicken Wiggle Treasure Knots. Yeah. They want they want you to go back in the in the catalog. True, maybe they're like, hey, we've got enough new. Let's go back before we maybe. want new. Yeah, but um, no, you got like the amazing. next eight years planned for you already. Exactly, <laughs> but no, it's amazing. Like, I mean, that was very a nice, pleasant surprise that that, that obviously Zero Drifter did resonate with with a decent amount of people, um, which is amazing because we made that game in six months. It was our oh, mini little pen pal love letter to to Metroid, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, um, and it was—it's pretty adorable. I'm really, really proud of it. Um, you yeah, should it's be. Not perfect. I mean, it definitely has some areas that could be improved upon. Um, but it yeah. has moments, just like Muds did as well. But I think even more so in, in Zero Drifter, where something just clicked for me. Like I was kind of just wandering around. I think that's mm-hmm. kind of the intent is just like, where do I go? I'm mm-hmm. not really sure. Oh, this power lets me do this. Right. And then, the, and then that con- com- combines with another one. And then that's finally where I'm like, I know exactly what I need to do. And yeah, I wow. feel cool. like a total badass doing it. Right. And it was just such a, nice. such a tremendous experience. I think that I'm hoping that's what you're going for. Cause well, that's no, exactly that, what I got that's out of the it. Hope. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, we are specifically and quite literally not never holding your hand in that game. Yep. You know, you're, and, and, I, and I love that sense of I was of frustrated with you for a while. 
Yeah, no, absolutely, and and, and that's <laughs> it, but you should though because that's the idea is you are li- you are we're trying to have it so you are living that guy's life. You know, you're yep. whizzing through the cosmos. It's stupid met- you know, meteorite. Oh, man. You. What are the damn, chances? Damn meteorites, man. I know. Them and this in that, it's in muds. What's wrong with mm-hmm. this world? Mm-hmm. Uh, the universe. And anyway, it's so. It's like when it, you're driving on the highway and somebody kicks up a rocket at your windshield. It's like boosh, game over. I have to go and Crap, find a new get... power cell to fuel my car now. Yeah. Um, but it, it's nice to then kind of like, yeah, your your ship gets knocked out and then you have a bunch of neighboring planets to, to then view it. I, I love that, you know. A lot of games could be like, oh, the onboard nav-, nav system says it's detecting blah, blah, blah over here. You should go to this planet now and check it out. <laughs> that would be the typical thing. Like, oh, this, uh-huh. is the planet, this is the planet I need to go to. This is World 1. But I, I think it's great that the game just doesn't do that. It's like, yeah, yeah here's a bunch of planets. There's a bunch of crap on those. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay. And then silence, space noise. Mm-hmm. Space silence. You're like, uh... And, and, I, and I love that. And you go down to a planet and you're like, okay, what do I do here? What do I do here? And can and, I really not progress or am I just thinking that I can't progress? Yeah, because there's something. something? I love yeah, that. Exactly. You're like, did I miss something here? I don't understand. This seems kind of odd. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and, and it's a bit jarring at first, but I think once you realize this is intentional, you're kind of like, oh, okay. This yeah. game isn't broken. I, I didn't miss something. This right. isn't a crash. This is like intentional. I'm actually living. I'm, I'm in the shoes of this little guy now. And then the entire game's like that. The entire oh, game man. is, what the hell do I do? So no, so it's wonderful to hear that you, you've got to a point where you get a power-up and now you yourself now know where to go. Because mm-hmm. that means I did my job as far as the game communicating these barricades and what you need to over, to overcome them. That's that exactly work. it. You're like, and they were oh, identifiable. Right. Like the, the, the place that I stopped before is, like, oh, right. I know why I couldn't get there. It was I couldn't mm-hmm. phase back and forth or whatever right, it, it was. Right, in the background or it was water or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the water was the first one, yeah, where yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I could, I'd really like to go down there. Yeah, and right. even just you're able to, you're, you're putting little things down there. They're like, I should be able to get down there, but I can't right now. Uh-huh. So that's super interesting. But I don't yeah, want to take that's... you all day, man. I really appreciate oh, your I time. Wanted to. I wanted you to take, take you. You did day. not. I've got, I've got nothing going to do. My oh, day you just told me. Day. You got to build a boss level. You got to build uh, like an intro, and then Matt can make it. Matthew can make it. Matthew can make it. He's on it. He's fully capable of doing so. Yeah. Would Would he ever do this show? Or do you want all the limelight? I definitely want all the limelight. But all right, I'll I'll um, give you it. I'll give. I don't know. I think it's an interesting question. I I don't know if he's he's not much of a PR, you know, limelight whore like I am. Sure. Yeah. He might want to do it. I mean, maybe I I maybe want to. That would be interesting. I don't even have to talk about the games that he's making per se, but you yeah. know, we can just talk about it. That would be fascinating. We can do an would, origin story on Matthew. I would love to uh, watch that and hear that. Well, I guess I wouldn't watch it because you don't do video for some reason. But, but um, so why, much, why, why don't you so... do video? I like the focus of the of the audio. Yes, yeah. I like, and the other thing is, um, if I get people to want it for long enough, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. it's the Seinfeld model. Okay. Actually, what? not really. It's more of mean? leaving on a high note. That's okay. that's actually doesn't work for this at all. Right. But it, it is the. That's <laughs> a terrible analogy. <laughs> you just throw it. It's a Seinfeld thing. You're like, oh, okay, probably. But look, you're in the um, background there. You have your amiibo. You have your guitar. And then no, there's have... going to be a baby back yeah, there. I, is in that April. a baby? What is that white thing? It's a bassinet. Oh, well, a, is your my wife? You... My wife will will be having a baby come out of her in April. Oh well, congrats, man! It's amazing. Yeah, thank you. It is amazing. I it's it is a miracle. Yeah, I'm trying to read books, but I yeah. would rather play games. Yes, 
Wow, that's great, man. That's congrats. Yeah, thank you. We found out the day after my birthday, actually, which was pretty special. Okay. So we're going to have a boy. Right, okay. Um, Lincoln is a front runner for the name because we can shorten it to Link. Link. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Very nice. So, yeah, Yeah, man, we're we're pumped. Oh, that's super cool. So who knows what... So I'm just trying to... Like, this is so easy to do, just audio. Mm -hmm. And I I like to do everything to the maximum, but there's there's something coming. Yeah, there is. There's other things. There's going to be something... (laughs) Can you here. play something for us real quick on your guitar? No, because then I'll be then show? I will one hundred percent be ripping off Mark Marin's show, Who's where that? he Mark Marin is he's like the number one podcast on the internet, okay. and he does basically this. I've basically taken his format, okay. which is to and he plays interview and he plays guitar, and he's always like super neurotic about oh I'm not good at guitar, and then he plays like this. <laughs> right, super awesome, like, yeah. yeah, he's like yeah. really really good at it, and yeah, okay. he does this this style of just free flow kind of conversation. He okay. does the whole intro outro like I've come. I 100% ripped off his format, but I'm like, I'll do, I want to do it for video games because I didn't right. want to do just news or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and I've always liked to show and I want to get kind of in people's brains because I'm in my own brain all the time. So that's mm-hmm. kind of how this whole thing happened. But what, no, I'm not going to play you note, on the guitar. Just one note. No. Three notes. I don't even know. It's not even going to be in tune. It's not, oh, it's not in tune. It's not, I don't even know. I have some is. guitars over there as well. Like I haven't played them for years. I have an electric and an acoustic and I got a really nice little, um, uh, ukulele from is it ukulele nice from hawaii my wife has a ukulele that she never learned how to play yeah but i don't take it personally because when we first started well when chelsea and i first started dating she's like play me this song and i'm like no i'm gonna play this song instead i only knew metallica stuff so i'm just like i'll play a couple metallica songs (laughs) she's she's like play me some i don't know some acoustic song i'm like i don't know that one so like i I don't have no how about this spider riff from david stain (laughs) (laughs) i just started getting back into music again actually as far as trying to make some um like i used to do a bunch of it it was really fun i, I actually did the theme tune for dimensium which was really fun that's was awesome like midi with piano and yeah and crap um so recently uh, I, I don't know if i'll be able to pull it off time wise or even quality wise but I, i'd like to do a tune for chicken wiggle so i've got my um my do it for my, the intro my tracker yeah that's what I'm, hope- I'm well i'm hoping maybe from the title screen but that might be shooting too high I want something really epic and overly grand for that, like a, you know, but whatever. I don't know if I better pull it off or not. Anyway, so I'm starting to toy around with that. Cause I don't have yeah, crap going on. But um, yeah. Yeah, just keep adding on. Yeah, no, whatever. It's fun. Creating is good. But no, I went through a lot of that back many, 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 many eons ago. Before mm-hmm. computers could do it, I had all these rack mount kind of different uh, devices and stuff. It's fun. I want to make a note next time you're on, which is going to be soon. We're going to talk about music. Music. Music's fun. Let's do it. I was up until like one or so the other night. Um, just I, I realized that I didn't have any Beatles albums in my iTunes. Like I bought CDs years ago. Yeah. Um, but I don't listen to CDs anymore. Does anyone? Totally. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. No. No. Um, and, uh, I was hanging on. I might have been the last person to buy a CD. Okay. Um, I was. <laughs> so I've been, I've been slowly filling up my iTunes library, and then I realized that I didn't have any Beatles. I'm like, oh, I should search for some of that. And then I was just spinning. I was on there forever, just previewing all the albums, reminding myself what was on each one. And that was, yeah. that was fun. Man. So I ended up buying Abbey Road and uh, Let It Be, because they're just the later albums that are just really just so rich mm-hmm. and crazy with different stuff. So, um,. Anyway. You need to get on Apple Music. You just download that stuff. You need, you don't even need to buy it. Really? It's like ten bucks a month, and you just oh, you just right. have all the access. I love it. Yeah. This nah. this is now. Hopefully, we'll get some sort of sponsorship 
I'll just throw a little music, Apple Music, Apple Music. Yeah, somehow we just like uh, naturally work in (laughs) there. No, we don't even we don't even do the call out. We're just like it's like product placement. It's just like oh, we're talking about music now. Speaking of music, Apple Music is is an excellent solution (laughs) to no longer wanting to purchase music. But Um, but no, I'm good with just I don't buy it enough to warrant the ten dollars enough. I don't spend that much. But um, but anyway, yeah, music's fun. Fair dude. I'm trying to reverse engineer the the magic that Troop did with the mods music because I ah. have like I have all of that in the mod tracker form. So you can mm-hmm. do, you, do you know what mod tracker is? Mm-hmm. Okay, so where you get the different channels and you see all yep. the notations and all the. My brothers, actually, both my brothers are both huge into music, so okay. I just kind of pick at it a little bit. Right. But yeah, cool. yeah. But no, I've been looking yeah, for been... that to kind of my god. I mean, you can definitely see he really knows his stuff. <laughs> He's yeah. got pitch bends and. Oh, filters so and all awesome. crap going on all over the place and i'm like yeah wow anyway, cool, man. yeah right, well, well thank you, you for doing I know this. you're trying to kick me out and you're trying to kick me out of the house i just want people to get it in a in a nice like digestible Concise little chunk chunk because they see and then, we, like and then we can chat an hour and 23 an hour and 30 minutes they're like i don't have an hour and 30 yeah but they see jules watch him first yeah that's so they is. say that's yeah, fine that's right cleavage and <laughs> maybe i should just end it there on a cleavage <laughs> note probably it's, that's a great place to leave something. There you have it. The very first episode of We The GamerCast for 2017. We're technically into our third year here. This started 2015, 2016, 2017. Third year? Is that how that math works? It seems weird to say it like that been going a little while so thank you so much for being here and thank you to jules for carving some time out of his crazy sketch he's wrapping up chicken wiggle there i cannot wait for that game i can't wait to play jules come on man i need a date i want this game thank you to jules if you guys don't already know you can follow him on on twitter at jules watch him uh, or go to his website at tui.com and uh, get all of your news for Chicken Wiggle and all the things at Tui. And thank you not only to Jules for being here, but thank you to you for being here. If this was your first time, thanks for coming. I hope you stick around for next week. We're going to have just this more of this stuff. Now, not every week is a game maker, but that's fine. And maybe it's somebody just like you who just, or somebody just like me who loves games. That's what this is all about. It's We The Gamer Cast. We're celebrating We The Nerdy, and that's the website that hosts this beautiful show, WeTheNerdy.com. Um, that's not my... I just do this do this show, and I write for them every once in a while. That's a that's a whole other operation. It's pretty great, I have to say. I'm lucky to be part of it. Uh, we're going to do our Game of the Year nominees later this week. We're tallying the votes. We're going to have... We're going to announce our top 10, uh, top 10 games of the year, and then we'll list them later. We'll actually award the game of the year so look forward to that what else chris burdo is still streaming over at twitch.tv slash bt gaming vids he does that for we the nerdy.com and uh, you can join the facebook group it's a great place to chat it's facebook.com slash group slash we the nerdy fan group and one last reminder i was on shelved and forgotten they're at shelved forget on twitter uh they're on itunes google play stitcher soundcloud youtube.com slash dayspace dave i didn't look that up i probably should have i think dayspace.com is definitely where you can find it and um did a guest appearance there 
I'm also, every week I do If We Rent Nintendo with Bobby, the Nintendo Guru. That's on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and YouTube.com slash Nintendo Guru. And that's kind of it for today, guys, because this has been episode 64 of We The Gamer Cast. It is now in your years. Thank you again for listening. I will be back next week. I hope you're there, too. Now it's time for Jason! 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 Sean! Sean! where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!